Hi, this is Olivia. Hello, this is Stanley. And this is not a podcast uh, about Tom Cruise. No, it isn't. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> the Tom Cruise film. I feel like uh, this is popular the minority report. and we get a lot of hate. Like, yeah. Tom Cruise is going to be really no, mad at us right. in like five yes. years. Yes. Um, no, this is a podcast about culture by people of color. That's it. Very simple. Um, so, since this is the first episode, we should probably introduce ourselves to our captive audience. <laughs> who, who are we? Uh, so, Stanley, uh, can you tell me, uh, what are you? Um, <laughs> where are you from, Stanley? Uh, I'm from Houston, Texas. No, r- really, where are you from? Uh, like, what, what do you mean by that question? Like, where, where are your uh, parents from? Like, if that, my parents? Okay, yes. Well, <laughs> um, my dad, or my dad and mom are both from Vietnam. Okay. But my dad is Chinese and my mom is Vietnamese. Gotcha. And I'm from Houston. Texas. And you're from Houston. <laughs> yeah. Olivia? So what was the question? <laughs> so uh, introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? I'm Olivia. I'm from Houston. Okay, no, but really, where are you from? <laughs> Edgar, I want you to know that it's a really offensive question. <laughs> I know, I'm really I know it is, but, right, but like you should from? believe me when I say I'm from Houston. No, I'm not part really. of ISIS. Like, oh, really? <laughs> but really, where are you stop. from? Uh, well, if you're asking where my parents are from, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, both of my parents were born and raised in Karachi, Pakistan. All of okay. my grandparents, save for one, um, are from Gujarat in India. Very cool. And the one grandparent was part of the Gujarati diaspora in Madagascar in Africa. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm kind of from all over the place. Very cool. A little bit. Very cool. Um. So, Edgar. Edgar yes. Yeah. Edgar. Edgar, where, <laughs> Edgar, where are you? Who are you? What are you? Uh, Where are you so from? I want, I, before I answer, I do want to say uh, one time uh, here in Austin, Texas, I was at Mozart's Coffee, and I had a Canadian couple come up to me and ask me where I was from. And I told them, oh, I'm from Austin, Texas. I'm from here. And they were like, no, really, where are you from? So that's always been in my head. So uh, that's where that sort of comes from. Uh, where am I from? I'm from Austin, Texas. I was born and raised in Austin, Texas. I'm one of the one few, of the few, one of the yeah. few truly uh, 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 unique people in Austin. A, a, a unicorn, some would call me. Um, my parents are both from Mexico. Um, they are. Uh, I'm a mestizo. So if you're wondering what what am I, a lot of people think. That Mexican is a race. It's not a race. <laughs> just just Wait, so you really? know. No, it's oh not. It's a nationality. I had no so idea. So I am not Mexican at that all. Was sarcasm. I am one hundred percent American. Uh, but I'm Mestizo, which means I am a mixture of uh, European and Native American uh, heritages. So that's me. Um, now, okay, we've introduced ourselves. We are people of color, and we're going to talk about anything that sort of comes up in culture. And sort of the big thing right now was the debate. Oh, God. The debate. I don't even have to tell you <laughs> between who. I just say the debate, and you know what I'm talking about. So, um, Olivia, I'm going to come to you first, because you... Okay, we were texting while this was happening. You were. Stanley was cooking while this was happening, but Olivia was watching, and she was, just sent me pages and pages of notes. It wasn't of notes. pages and it pages. Was, it was a it was, manuscript of Olivia's thoughts on the three, debate. It was 
three screenshots. Yes. I want to make this very yes. clear. It wasn't like really detailed notes. It was literally my thoughts. They were hilarious. <laughs> I love them. I love um, them. But, so I want you to guide the conversation through your notes yeah. because I feel like that sort of encompasses the night. What a play by play. What happened? Okay, Let's do so it. I'm going to read out my first three notes because okay. I feel like that's a good starter. So number one, where the fuck is the moderator? Like, where where was he? <laughs> so, Hello, Lester. So where Lester you at? Holt. Uh, so, for, so what did you do wrong? I, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, were you not watching? Oh, oh wait, you were cooking. I forgot. <laughs> so um, I, I think a, a lot of the complaints were that Lester Holt sort of let... Uh, uh, sort of uh, let Donald Trump go on and on and didn't really rein him in when needed. Uh, But he did fact check him a little bit. Uh, He sort of, I don't know. I feel like there is an argument to be made for Lester hanging back. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, it's the wrong argument. It was like the wrong play. Okay. What would you have done? How would you control Donald Trump? Well, like Donald J. Trump. There is no way to control Trump. I feel like me at any Trump gathering would be like, oh, I'm going to get shot dead. I'm not going. (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. true. I do want to say, if we are, like, like, Donald Trump would deport all of us to be good. That's where we're coming from for this But, like, I feel like I grew especially me and you. Like, he's come out against both of, like, our groups. (laughs) Explicitly. True. He's going to deport you, and he's going to put me into a database and, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. maybe make me wear a crescent and a star on my person. That could happen. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So uh, let, let's keep going through your notes. So Lester Holt didn't show up. Come on, man. Let's hope the it was next a, moderator. It was, a, it was the wrong play. It Definitely. like wasted his talent as a fact checker as well, which totally. like, okay. Totally. Um, totally. Second But note. he did have some good moments, I want to say. Oh, yeah, there the were whole, some things in there. The whole tax return thing, and it was like, no, but like they said there's no reason you couldn't release your tax yeah. returns. Yeah. So that was good. Um, also, like, why are you being audited, Trump? Like, why is That's this true. your, like, 20th audit in five years? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, why is that supposed to, like, make us confident in you as a leader that your organization's constantly <laughs> being audited? Like, you can't fix your shit. Like, what? Okay, whatever, whatever. Keep going, keep going. Okay, next okay. note. It took exactly 15 minutes for Trump to devolve into a yelling piss baby. True, true, yes. true. Like... That's- True. So, Stanley, you were um, cooking. <laughs> you were, well, this debate, so... Uh, I love how you were like, yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah, accurate. Yeah, I wasn't watching it, but yeah. So, for the podcast world, Stanley and I are roommates. Yeah. Uh, we live you together. Are. We share a home. Um, Stanley uh, was... <laughs> Stanley was Stanley was cooking while the debate was going on. I was with my friend Philip, uh, and, and we were watching, and Stanley was sort of hearing what was going on. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but, so, so, you were... Technically, in the other room, what did you hear? Were you just hearing Trump? Just yeah, Trump over talking uh, Clinton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like most parts of the discussion, mm-hmm. and trying to deflect like any questions that he was asked. Right, he was just uh, yeah, and it's great you describe him as a baby because <laughs> it's really what he was. He was a petulant child. He just like would not let. Clinton speak and I was like yeah. oh my god this is amazing because he's just digging himself in his own 
Fuck it. Like, he's digging a, a bigger hole. His, his supporters won't even... Yeah, yeah dude, there are people true. who love that. Yeah. Mm. There are people who, like, mm. ate that shit up. It was like, sure. yeah, Trump is our guy. And he knows he can get <laughs> Which is, like, him. amazing to me. Yeah. Right. Also, right. Stanley, it takes you, like, two hours to cook a meal. No. Stanley was cooking. Well, Stanley was cooking no. for like three days. <laughs> like three days worth of food. I don't know what's happening. It smelled really good. Then, Stanley's a great cook. Yeah. Okay, so the entire process. Yes. 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 And Stanley sacrificed majorly to come back to watch the debate. I do want to give him props. He got to. He missed. Oh yeah. And I, I share my new movie, a secret screening of Split at Fantastic Fest. Sorry, Stanley, but Sorry, I'm glad Stanley. you watched uh, the I debate. I would have it anyway. So. Oh well. Oh, whatever. Okay, so uh, let's keep going. <laughs> All right, and the verbal acrobatics of Trump are so impressive. Like, I was genuinely, like, kind of floored. I kind of was like, you know what? That was such bullshit, but it was kind of I awesome. Know, it, was, it was beautiful. <laughs> like, when they were talking about Trump supporting the birther myth of, like, President mm-hmm. Obama not being born in the yeah. U.S., mm-hmm. he was like, they produced a birth certificate and I accepted it and let me tell you why. Because we had to deal with... We had to deal with bigger things, ISIS, and I was like, "You cannot." Yes, I, I think Stanley over. I remember Stanley went, "What?" He was in the kitchen because <laughs> we were all like, "What just happened? Like, how did that even?" I had no yeah. idea. No idea. No idea. Um, <laughs> okay, this is good. This is good. Keep going. Keep going. All right. You're saying airport, we have airports out of a third world country. Have you been to a third world country? Like, True. this is a legitimate True. question I True. have. True. Because, I mean. Is he banned from, like, the world? Like, he I literally so. cannot leave. I hope so. The U.S. Like, because every been... country's like, nope, yeah. don't want and, him like, in here. And, like, he was praising Dubai's airport. I don't think he realized, like, A, Dubai is broke right now. Mm-hmm. And, B, they're it's... broke even when they use, like, practical slave Literal labor. Literal slave <laughs> labor. Like, People die slave... making this shit in like, Dubai. They, they basically use slave labor. <laughs> yes. And they're still broke. Yeah. Why are you praising the Bay right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, their airport's nice, I guess. Well, Trump is a known. He he is known to praise the people you should not be praising. Like, that's what he's known for. So. I mean, he has besties yeah. with Putin. That's like. true. That's true. <laughs> which Trump, which which claimed to hit him on it, which was which is great. That was good. That was good. Uh, okay. Let's <laughs> um. Okay. So. Trump says he's going to get to Pennsylvania Avenue one way or another. Dear okay. God. That was hilarious. That was legitimately <laughs> pretty funny. I was like, okay, Trump. Okay. I'm going to give you that explain, one. Explain so, so basically, cool. he's building a, like, one of his businesses is opening up an office or some. He's opening up a building or a property or something uh-huh. on Pennsylvania Avenue. And he's like, I'm going to get to Pennsylvania Avenue one way or the other. I'm going to be there, whether it's at the White House or not. Do you think this is Trump sort of like laying the groundwork for his loss? Like he's like, hey, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose. So I'm just going to like float ideas like a, out there. Are you a conspiracy theorist to say like he's, are you one of the conspiracy theorists who's saying that he's running because no, 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 no. I def- he wants Hillary to win? No, not <laughs> at all. And he's going to like drop Not at all. Minute. He definitely wants to win. He wants this more than anything. He definitely wants to win. He hates losing. I was going to say, I thought I knew you. But I think, I'm pretty sure, he, I mean, uh, I think he knows he might not win this and he's laying the groundwork for his career after this uh, 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 election season. And I think he, this is that him doing that. Like, hey, I'm, I might not be president, but I'm still going to be there and I'm still going to affect, you know, the country. I think that's what he's doing. I don't know. Just 
Edgar's kooky conspiracy theories right there. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Stanley! Stanley! You have to keep uh, up. You have to keep up with the news. Alright, um, my next note. Okay. Uh, when he was taught... So basically, there was a suit filed against him for um, discriminatory hiring practices. Mm-hmm. And his... His, uh, his defense was, A, we admitted no guilt, and B, that other people got sued. So basically justifying racism by saying that, no, other people were sued for racism too. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> Which God. I was like, is that, is that a uh, I lo- sound strategy <laughs> to, ju- to like justify the fact that you're not racist? I don't know. He, uh, lumping, I, yourselves in, yeah. lumping yourself in with other, uh, other races is a great way to I'm like at a racist. loss for words, like how to even try to like get in his head to justify that. I mean, that. he did, he did say he wouldn't like, he wouldn't denounce David Duke in the KKK. Like, he he wouldn't do it. So I'm not surprised by this either. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, my mind's blown right now. Also, I want to say, it's kind of hilarious that this whole debate, we're talking just about Trump. Like, we're not even touching <laughs> oh, on Clinton no. yet. I have Hillary we're, notes. We're not even touching on Clinton yet. No, but this is just like the, the gift that Trump gave us is like, check out all this bullshit that you can wade through. And it's just... I don't know. It's mind. It's mind boggling that like, it's been like two days and we're still talking about Trump's it. Trump's not even a politician, and Hillary still looks like a squeaky clean politician next to Trump. Yeah. Who has no experience in politics? Exactly. It's amazing. Mm-mm. It's, Mm-mm. it's just like yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, not at all. Like, do, do you think the society. podcast audience know who who, who we're gonna vote for this November? <laughs> 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 the minority uh, report where yes, a bunch of people yeah. of color talk about social issues. Yes. And we're all voting for Trump. We're just, all voting I just for Trump. Say, the, minority, <laughs> the minority report podcast fully where, endorses Trump. We're the minorities of the minorities. Minority. Yes. 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 We're, in the we're coming out now. Trump lovers make yeah. America great again. Okay. Um, what else is there? Oh, here's my Clinton note. Um, she started talking about airstrikes and I was like, boo you hills, fuck airstrikes because I'm Muslim. And so Mm -hmm. we like Muslims, just the Muslim community in general, we're not monolithic, but a lot of us have a lot of feelings about airstrikes, especially me being Pakistani. I have a lot, a lot of feelings about airstrikes. Mm -hmm. I don't like them. I'm not in favor of them. It's like the big thing when people are like, oh my God, I love Obama. I'm like, No. Yeah. Right. No, no. Right. No, you still have to criticize your politicians. Like, he's done right. a lot of good, but his foreign policy is shit. <laughs> right, right. So when you hear uh, pretty much everyone out there, you know, the whole Republican field, you hear Clinton talking about airstrikes and about d- just laying havoc to the Middle East. How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel, I mean... I mean, like, if you look at the history of that region... All of this was caused mm-hmm. by essentially like U.S. interference, right? Right, right. So it's really, I think it's really hard for the U.S. to separate themselves from the fact that like a lot of this extremism was born out of, you know, like the Cold War right. and the, de- the Gulf War, the Desert Wars, all of that. So like it's a combination of a lot of stuff. Right. So I think... Like they don't want to reconcile with the fact that like, oh, maybe you had a hand in this you had a part to play in the extremism right? right and like they say the war on terror but how do you fight an ideology with guns right you know and like 
Yeah. There, I have complicated <laughs> feelings. Yeah. It's like a really complicated subject right, yeah. because it right. is so, like, it has to do with foreign policy and capitalism right. and, like, the sovereignty of other nations. And, right. yeah, it's right. just, like, it's come to the point where, um, I don't know if you've seen this John Oliver segment about drones, but he mm-hmm. played a clip from, like, a really famous Pakistani TV channel called Geo, mm-hmm. where they had an animation of, like, a yeah. drone hanging out in Pakistan. He's like, this is perfect. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right. And, like... It was like a satire. It was like the CG animated drone. Like, that's the point it's gotten to, where it's like, it's such a ubiquitous thing, at least where my family's from, mm-hmm. that, like, everybody knows about it. hmm Wow. And, like, you have to make light of it in order to, to deal. Yeah. To right, deal. right. No, right. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. So, boo airstrikes. I'm not in favor of them. <laughs> um, and then she started talking about how, like, we need to make inroads with the Muslim community so that they can help us catch terrorists. It's like, no, no, no. A, you're assuming, like, you. that means you think all of us are dangerous and there are, like, sh- like a few of us that are, like, good that'll call everyone. Like, the assumption right. is right. off the bat that right. we're dangerous until we prove we're not. Right. Which, right. like, I can't hurt anyone. Like, I can talk a big game, but I have noodle arms. I can't, like... <laughs> <laughs> So do you think that was uh, Clinton's low point of the night? I mean, definitely, but I feel like a majority of Americans are pro-airstrikes and, like, kind of buy into the whole, like, if you're a good Muslim and you're a good American, then, like, you'll be on the front lines. But, like, no white people are ever expected to, like, out people in the KKK. (laughs) Like, I mean... Right, right. It's like, why are... uh, Yeah. There's so much domestic terrorism. There's, you know, like, so many... Which they touched on a yeah, little bit. There's so much gun... There's so there many is. mass shootings. Yeah. Like, is How it... How would Trump prevent it? Yeah, it's like... With law and order. <laughs> law and order. <laughs> With law... Police brutality is, like, an entirely, like... And order. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's another topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can go on and on. <laughs> no. um, Trump doesn't know the meaning of the word temperament. Like, right, right, he said right. he had a winning temperament and that he had the best temperament to be president. And then he, like, I called think... Hillary out about yelling. And I was like, have you not heard yourself for the, <laughs> past the last hour? hour? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Trump is literally, uh, he literally has dementia. I've decided, <laughs> like, he really has no idea what is happening in the world. And he is just so fucking in love with himself. He truly yeah. believes he, uh, it, he, I mean, he has like the Midas golden touch, like anything he touches is amazing and turns into gold. And he truly feels he has the best temperament in the world. And he's so confident in it that the minority podcast has decided to, uh, endorse it. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Hate yourself. Vote Trump. Vote Trump. Okay. So, uh, Let's talk about who, quote unquote, won the debate. There's been a lot of talk about this. Oh, God. This. Do we even have to, like... Who won the debate? You saw it. Who won the debate? Well, um, the hashtag Trump won was trending on Twitter. <laughs> That's so true. Obviously, Trump won. No, right? no. <laughs> no. I, I hesitate to say anything since we are sponsored by the Trump campaign. That's yeah. true. That's but- true. <laughs> Trump super PAC. Trump super PAC. Trump super PAC. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, but, like, if... If you don't know who won, I, then yeah, like if you're if you're debating the fact that like it was very clear, yeah, watching it, like if it you shouldn't think, even have to do anything, yeah. If you think it's tied, 
you might want to like go like, back. Yeah. yeah. Evaluate some yeah. things. Yeah, I think my, I think my favorite tweet. I forgot who who sent it out, but it was like you know Clinton won because she went home after the debate and, and had a couple or had a glass of wine, and Trump was just everywhere like, no, I won, I won. He just had to tell everyone <laughs> that he won, but Clinton was like, she didn't even have to say a single thing because she just so I mean, hands down won it. Let's be real, Tr- like Clinton already knew she was winning when she did that little shimmy. She was like, oh, woo! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the <laughs> shimmy of like. <laughs> You know. 2016 will be known for that shimmy. Absolutely. Okay, so that was our quick summary of the debate. I'm sure we can uh, spend uh, uh, countless hours talking about it. And we missed a whole bunch of stuff, like his whole tax evasion thing and him bragging about it. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, but when we come back, we are going to talk about whitewashing in Hollywood because it's still a thing and it's never going to end. And we will also talk about, uh, well, hey, we're in Austin. ACL is about to come. So we're going to be a witness to a lot of white appropriation at our music festivals. So when we come back, we, uh, we will talk about those things. The Minority Report brought to you by Trump for America. Make America great again. Hey everybody, welcome back. We just talked about the debates, and now we're going to move into whitewashing in Hollywood. This is a... Yeah. <laughs> I love the topics we cover in this a podcast. Tell as old as time. Pretty much. So, Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. So, yeah. so Stanley, take it away. Stanley, take with it Kubo. away. Yeah, so you think like in times like these, like um, Hollywood would have learned their lessons already? <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, I feel like we should do a whole other podcast just about Hollywood not learning their yeah. lessons. <laughs> About anything at all. Here are all of the times Hollywood refused to learn their lesson. You would think that after (laughs) that live action Dragon Ball Z movie, they would just be like, nah. They'd be like, can we stop? Yeah. Just doing terrible things. Nope. Okay. So what's the what's the latest terrible thing? What's the scoop? Well, I I wouldn't call it terrible, but Kubo, there's this new movie called Kubo and the Two Strings, um, made by Leica, or Leica, mm-hmm. and they're known to for making Coraline, Paranorman, and the pop, the Boxstros. Right, they make these so, like, gorgeous, good, like yeah. beautiful, beautiful movies. stop motion yeah. movies. I mean that they, I mean we saw the making of one night. It was like crazy, beautiful the the, yeah. the work that goes into it. The amount of time they right. take to do it, right? And, yeah, it looks. Yeah, Kubo as well looks amazing. But... Yeah, so I'm watching this trailer, and I was like, oh, wow, a Japanese, like, tale made by Hollywood. This is great, like... (laughs) Finally! (laughs) About time! Then when the cast names start showing up, it it was like Charlize Theron and Matthew McConaughey, and then Ralph Fiennes and Rooney Mara. I was like, wait, wait. You're like, uh, these are all white white people? (laughs) And Kubo himself, when I looked up online, is played by uh, Art Art Parkinson, best known um, for work on Stark in Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. So like the, the whitest of white. Yeah. Literally, like, the main character. Translucent. <laughs> in a Japanese tale, is a white yeah, person. Yeah, a white kid. Yeah. Okay. But, How did that make you feel? Um, I, yeah, I was like, just like uh, disappointed, but. Like, Hollywood always, you know, would hire uh, a random nobody mm-hmm. and surround that actor with 
famous people to boost up the, the name. The Great. And if you're initially watching the trailer, you're like, okay, I think this is what they're doing, right? Yeah. Like, we got Charlize Theron. Hopefully, it's just a build up yeah. to this unknown. Hopefully, a Japanese voice actor, yeah. Japanese-American voice actor, whatever. Yeah. But, but not no. the case. And, like, the one Asian actor they do um, promote a lot is George Takei. Uh-huh. And he ends up having, after seeing the film, he ends up having, like, two lines of dialogue. Really? Are you kidding? Like, wow. a minor su- supporting character. Isn't it, like, just Ooh. George Takei playing George Takei? He just says, oh, my. Yeah. Well, he does, <laughs> oh yeah, for one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Okay, That's so ter- what do you have to say to people, like... I feel like there are a lot of people who react to kind of whitewashing in voice casting now. They're like, oh, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's still a it's, Japanese story. Like, right. it's still Japanese characters. They're just, like, you can't see the actor voicing it. So yeah. how do you, like, how do you feel about that? So, yeah, like, Travis Knight, the director, and also um, one of the owners of Leica, he was, like, like what do you call it? Defending his decision by saying, right. like, voice acting is different from the actors that you see on screen because all that matters is their voice, how, mm-hmm. they, how actors sound. And that seems like, I mean, like he, he has good intentions. Like uh-huh. obviously of course, like, yeah, but in my opinion, it's a yeah. piss poor argument. Yeah, it's, like, fucking, it's fucking <laughs> bullshit. Like what? No, why would it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like, like if you're saying all that matters is their voice talent, mm-hmm. then you don't have to cast it. Like, you don't have to cast a bunch of famous people. Yeah. You don't have to cast a bunch of famous white people. Right. You could right. cast, like, a bunch of famous, like, actors of color. Like, what, you know. Yeah, what What is keeping you from hiring actors of color over yeah. their white counterparts? And it's because it's this, like, antiquated Hollywood view that you need these big star names yeah, to attract people to, attract people yeah. to watch the movie. Then, even no. though time and time now, again, yeah. it's proven that the movie is the star, not really yeah. even the actor. And, like, the movie still didn't do well financially. Yeah. Right, and it know? failed miserably anyway. It like, it just not, did not do well at all. So... <laughs> Even though I hear it's a beautiful film yeah, with a great it's like, story. It's yeah. very critically acclaimed, but at the right. end of the day, like, it flopped. Yeah. Right. Financially, no. it tanked. It so totally like, why flopped. not risk just hiring some new talent or people of color, you know? Also, especially so. with the climate that, right. like, Hollywood is operating in exactly. right now with media fans, if you bolster the fact that you have, like, an all-Japanese voice cast or a prominently right. Japanese yeah. voice cast... Oh, my cast, God, the goodwill that you would get! Yeah, yeah, there'd be a lot of goodwill, and people would come see your movies right. simply because of right. your casting decisions, yeah. especially right. in this climate. Absolutely. Well, speaking of goodwill, there's another company who uh, is doing an animated movie and they just hired a person of color to be the main actress. Yeah, and yeah. that's Disney with Moana. Moana? Yeah. Took them long enough, goddamn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but they, yeah, they released it and then The Rock's in it too. He, you yeah. know, he, who's Samoan. Who's Samoan. And they just... I, I mean, it was amazing, the Twitter reactions to this movie. People were so goddamn happy that they hired this 14-year-old unknown actress to voice the character. And they're like, wow, yeah, this is name. a brown girl. Like, what yeah. is happening? A, w- a, w- a, w- a w- <laughs> 
Sorry. I'm messing up her name. Um, please, please forgive us. Please forgive us for mispronouncing your name. But uh, no, this is awesome. That's like amazing She's a native Hawaiian. So, great. So, hey, uh, people over at Laika, like, hello. Like, this is obviously the way to go. And I think this totally disproved everything that he said. And, like, I want to note that diversity um, kind of begins diversity. Like, they hired a Maori director for this movie, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, he's in it and it's great. Um, but they hired a Maori director for this movie mm-hmm. and he made it a point to make his voice cast Polynesian. I'm not going to say like everything about this movie or about his promotion. It's perfect. Like they just pulled a little boy's costume. Oh, right. Um, right. That was like pretty racist, <laughs> <laughs> but like not everything about this movie and about its promotion is going to be perfect. But at the end of the day, it's like, a step in the right direction. Diversity leads to more diversity. Yeah. Like you've yeah. hired... You've hired a director who is um, of kind of native Australian descent right. who decided in his casting decisions, uh, like, for this Polynesian story, I am going to cast right. Hawaiians specifically and also other Polynesians. And it brings, right. like, authenticity to the characters. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah, like... Even like, this is, yeah. this is their history. Yeah. Right. Even when you're watching the trailer from Moana, you can, like, the voice of the main lead... It sounds like really genuine and right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So that's I, I love that you said that because that totally transitions into what I want to talk about, which is let's talk about the flip flop of that, the reverse. <laughs> no. So the Ghost in the Shell. Uh, so Ghost. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> right. So Ghost, Ghost in the, the Shell. shell. Ju- they just released what was it like four teaser trailers. Yeah. For the movie now, uh, like if many, if you don't know what Ghost in the Shell is, <laughs> it is a, a Japanese story. It's a manga uh, turned into an anime film in 1995, um, and later on into an anime series in the early 2000s. They're highly popular. Very, 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 very influential in the world of like uh, so of beloved. Anime. Yes, you know? absolutely. I mean, it is. I've seen it. Uh, uh, the the 1995 movie. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I watch I that mean, movie all the time. Gorgeous animation. Dark. Uh, I mean, dark, beautiful story. I mean, it. It's. It's. It's like. It reminds me of like Black Mirror and Matrix had a It'll baby. It'll fuck you like, up. It will definitely like, fuck you it'll up. It'll fuck you up. But it's a cult. So it's a cult favorite here in the U.S. But in Japan, it is like a beloved classic. Yeah. Okay, like same level as something like Akira. Like it's just beloved. Um, and so they wanted to make. They've been wanting to make a live action movie of it for a long time. Steven Spielberg actually was originally attached to direct it. Um, now he's one of the producers. I think he's like executive producer for it. I think they're producing it over at DreamWorks. Uh, but none of that matters. Uh, so the producer for it, Stephen Paul, he comes out uh, when all this controversy happens because they decided to cast Scarlett Johansson as the yep. lead. Uh, with uh, you know the lead uh, is named the Major, and this is a very Japanese character, and we're casting this very white actress uh, to play the lead role. Uh, so Stephen or uh, Paul Stephen comes out and he says. Um, I don't think this story is uniquely Japanese. Ooh, we think this story this is international. It takes place in like Neo Hong Kong, right? right? And we can just <laughs> and we can just uh, hire anybody. And we think ScarJo is the most perfect actress to be the major. She embodies the major, even though they were already in talks to hire Margie Rob uh, Margie Robbie. Uh, 
to be uh, the major before she decided to be Harley Quinn. But okay, whatever. Apparently, ScarJo is the most perfect uh, major ever. She's the uh, second most perfect after Margot Robbie. Uh, yes. Like, ScarJo <laughs> is the most perfect, but Margot Robbie, Robbie was the were, most most The most perfect. perfectest. The perfectest, for sure. The perfectest. <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, so his argument is, it's an international story. But every, a lot of people were upset by this. They're saying... No, this is a very uniquely Japanese story and about their connection with technology, especially after World War II when Japan was uh, uh, not allowed to do anything with their military and they poured all their resources into their economy, which led to the their, tech boom, the tech yeah. boom yeah. pretty much. There's a famous book from Shogun to Sony. Like it just it is ingrained in their culture. And when this movie came out or the manga and the movie came out, uh, was that time. It was like the height of Sony, the height of all that stuff. And pe- I mean, people were just imagining the wildest things. And if you watch that movie, it's like kind of prophetic, like the things that they predict, some of it's coming true today. It's kind of crazy to think about. Um, so when I, whenever I think of Ghost in the Shell, I think, yeah, it's a very uniquely Japanese story. But we have this producer saying, no, it's u- it's universal. Do you think this is him just sort of trying to... So here's the thing. There... The casting of ScarJo mm-hmm. is because international markets. They need yeah. to sell. They need tickets. to sell all over the world. They need mm-hmm. to sell in China. It's all. It's she, all about she's tickets. A big name, yeah. right. she, and like, there's right. like ten names that'll do well internationally that they know of. Yeah. Right. And so they're banking on this movie to do well internationally. Do you think it will? No, I don't. Right? It's like so, like this is such <laughs> a like who who is this movie be. for? For be. nerds? Yeah. Like who else like, would watch we, this? I mean, like I'm not. I'm, you know, like, I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know what the future is going to be, yeah. but, like, they basically say, okay, here are ten people, and these are the people we know who, mm-hmm. like, if they're in a movie, it's going to do well internationally. Yeah. ScarJo is one of them. Yeah. And so that's why you keep seeing the same people over, over and, and over again, again. in the mm-hmm. movies, especially blockbusters, like, mm-hmm. things they want to sell to international markets. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, oh, well... These are the people who will sell the tickets. Right. Um, and I think that they're hoping Ghost in the Shell is going to be like... A huge, a a huge new, blockbuster. They're, they're hoping Definitely. it's going to be a huge hit. They've probably poured tons of money into mm-hmm. it. Just by their casting decisions alone. I saw the... And like I saw the trailers. It, you know, like it production looks... Production values are... Yeah, great, production yeah. values are huge. It right. looks, you know, like... Right. But, okay. So, and, and that was... This has sort of happened a while ago. This whole controversy and the whole argument for it. But I think what's different now is that we got these trailers. And one of them features a woman in, like, Japanese clothing. Like, yeah. traditional yeah. Japanese clothing. After they've been telling us, oh, no, this is so international. Like, has it's 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 a world story. And I mean, then they're just trying to cover their like, asses. Right. And these trailers are like, oh, no, this is, there's still some very unique Japanese elements to this. So it just, like, left a sour taste in my mouth. It just sort of really upset me. I was also, like, Also, ScarJo just looks really weird as the major. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's like, true, too. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've seen the movie, like, I've seen the animated movie so many times. Right. So, like, a live action isn't going to sit as well with me but I, d- right. I haven't had that experience in the past with live actions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's just yeah she just looks so weird as the major she looks really yeah. weird yeah it's hard to get and like to. i'm i you know like i i'm not of the opinion that scarjo can't be an action star i'm of the full opinion that like yeah, oh, she's, she's proven time yeah. and time again she's she can't black she can widow be an action star yeah. like yeah. i'm you know like 
Give her Black Widow. I don't care. Right. She just Leave looks weird one. as the major. Leave this one for us. Yeah. Like, please, white America, please. Like, <laughs> give us one thing. That's like the one story that, you know, is fucking uniquely Japanese. And they're like, nah, okay, no, we're going to cast... This yeah, that's my whole thing. It's uh, so Japanese. Uh, it's like so, so Japanese. Right, right. right. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and like the people who are arguing for it, the mm. casting decision is that, yeah, like she makes the money and if you hired like a no-name Japanese-American actor or Japanese actor, that the movie will flop itself. Like, no one's going to put money into this movie. And, but you won't know until you yeah. try. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't know until you try. And also, if that's your... Like, don't be make Then, if that's really the reason, just tell us up front. Don't fucking lie to our yeah. faces and say, oh, it's an international story. Like, no. Just fucking say, this is a money-grabbing scheme. We want to make a badass movie. Come check it out. Like, just be fucking up front about yeah, it. Yeah, and Scarlett Johansson didn't start off as an A-list actress. Right. She had to get, like, shitty roles or supporting roles mm-hmm. in her first few films before becoming a major star and you don't see the same opportunity being brought to asian american actors right yeah yeah. the problem is cyclical it's like no one's gonna like no one wants to cast asians in Mm -hmm. their movies so they're not gonna have the so they're not gonna have the opportunity to like move from shitty roles to good roles because no one wants to fucking cast them right for anything so so uh (laughs) shame on you uh (laughs) stephen paul shame on you for your but Dirty white lies <laughs> continue <laughs> to tear Hollywood apart. With uh, but I don't know. I like I like that that's that this conversation is coming into light in yeah. a lot of different ways. Like in the Master right. of None, ep- like there was a Master of None episode, mm-hmm. the Netflix series yeah. um, written by Aziz Ansari. Right, of um, wonderful series. Just t- won an Emmy. Yeah, won multiple Emmys. Won multiple Emmys. Where you know, like. He talks about the fact that, like, him and a friend are going out for the TV show, and yeah. then it's just like, oh, we can only have one Indian dude. And if you right. have two, it's suddenly uh, yeah. that type of show. Right. It's suddenly that type of show, and they, you know, like, they go into this whole, they go into this whole thing about white actors who play Indian characters, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's happened a lot with, like, like the open other movie. Asian characters, too. Right, right. Lest we remember Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Right. Which is not a good movie. Why do people like that movie? Right, no. <laughs> Why is that movie so like, uh, iconic? Like it's like it, it's like every Yeah, fucking, everyone likes the song. Everyone has that movie like, poster. Like what what in the world? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like there there are better movies. Like go Absolutely. see Roman Holiday. That's a movie. Roman Holiday's great. Yeah, Roman yeah. Holiday's a really right. good movie. Right. It's white people being white people. Like, a lot less I'm, racism. Yeah. Which is good. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm down for movies where white people are just like white people and they accept it. I'm down for a lot less of them. Like, I don't yeah. want them. I don't want like 50 of them just flying in my face. Right. My right. favorite thing to go, my favorite thing to do when I go to the movie theater is play a game with the trailers. It's like, how many white men? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of them. It's literally every single trailer, much, every yeah. single time. Pretty much. Pretty much, <laughs> like the Great Wall. Right. Oh, God. That's another thing. Uh, but how do you, how do y'all feel about uh, you know? I see it a lot on Twitter, but all over social media, all over everywhere. When things like this happen, people turn up. Like people come out and they say, "What the fuck?" Like, doesn't that make you feel kind of good though? Yeah, it does. So I I, I feel like. 10 years ago, you saw a lot less of that. Yeah. Like, 10 years ago, I would go to Slash Film, and all the comments would be like, so what? 
Like, they're only and, trying to cast the best actor. But now it's like, yo, what the fuck? There's like, still I mean, I also think there's ten, still some yeah. people out there like that. I also think 10 years ago, the internet was a lot less accessible than it is today, right? True. Like, the, inter- True. the internet's just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's like electricity or water. Like, you need it. Yeah. Right, absolutely. You know? It's- so there's that. Also, like, news of the stuff, just by virtue of the world we live in, spreads quicker. Right. And then also because we're liberal twenty something. <laughs> like, if you, if you can tell by now, <laughs> voting for Trump. Just, just, yeah, just putting that out there. Sorry, yes. we're liberal. We're conser- liberal conservative. I okay. Yeah, I'm, not, we're yeah. I'm done with the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like we're liberal. Can we just put Trump in in the role of the major? Trump, <laughs> Trump is the major who goes to the show. I want. That I would movie. pay to see that. Yes, I would pay. To I would see definitely that. pay. To um, see that. But like you know, we live in I feel you know we live in kind of a bubble where like a right. we're all like liberal twenty somethings. On top of that, we'll, we're people of color right. who care about these issues. So like people in our circles turn up, they're right. like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" Right. But like, how many people in other circles are just, exactly. like? It just makes me wonder, like, That's because true. I I see things and it's like, yeah, everybody knows about this, don't they know? And then I talk to people who like maybe aren't as politically active or don't right. know about social justice issues and they're like, yeah, yeah I had no idea. Yeah. They're like, oh, I have no idea or it's not a big deal or I don't know, yeah. like, I don't care and I was like, oh my God. It's like an echo chamber. Right. Like, it it is. It is. Them, yeah. It is. Absolutely. But, okay, let's step out of the echo chamber. Let's talk money and the proof is in the pudding. That Kubo, Kubo flopped. Now, let's talk about a movie that did not flop and that made a bunch of money and it has a very diverse cast. Can we talk about the Fast and the Furious? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Come on, Hollywood! We've seen it. We okay. see that it works. Okay. We know and that. Guys, I have a too. right. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys Absolutely. have a confession. What? Oh no! I'm, don't! 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 I've never don't, seen no. the Fast and Furious movies <laughs> oh all the way through. Oh I haven't God. done it. Oh, I've heard they're so you? good. I've been what's meaning to, but you? I feel like if I'm gonna watch them, they're so bad. They're good. Like, I know. They're so bad that they're amazing. <laughs> but like, they're I feel really like if I'm gonna watch them, I have to like. Yes. Can we have sit a, down a marathon soon? Yes, we should. Can we have a Fast and Furious movie night? We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay, we're making this happen. Olivia's going to get up to date on her Fast and Furious <laughs> just for this podcast. Uh, so don't you worry, America. Like, my old roommate was so sad when Paul Walker passed away. Oh, and I, was I just, cried. Yeah. I cried at the movie theater. I'm and, not lying. And I was just kind of like, who dat? Oh, <laughs> shit. Olivia, goddamn. <laughs> okay, okay. I was very sad. But okay. mostly in the ways it's like, oh, someone died. That's sad. Mm. Not in the like, oh my god, mm. this like I was, beloved actor. Okay. I was actually affected because he's been in my life forever. Like the Fast and Furious, that first Fast and Furious movie was a big deal yeah. in the Hispanic community. Like it just yeah. really was. So when he passed away, I was like, holy shit, this guy that's been in my life for it's like, like a over a decade yeah. just died. Like it hurt. Yeah. It hurt. I, I remember like the specific <laughs> time and event like when I heard the news and it was uh, after oh watching Dallas Buyers Club. What? <laughs> Which is already a depressing movie. <laughs> okay. So sad on top yeah, of sad. sad. Yeah. I got a text from my brother saying that Paul Walker died and I was just like, Devastated. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. No. oh, yeah. It definitely, like... Uh, like Am I going to feel it after I watch the movie? They'll be like, oh, my God, he's oh, gone. Yes, you are. You are. That final... Because, okay. like, all of those... Are, like, in that emotional Wiz Khalifa song came Yes! Out. <laughs> song in 2015, Wiz Khalifa. Literally, my roommate, my, like... <laughs> 
I love my old roommate. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like when she liked a song, we had a Chromecast, Ooh. so she would play it on the TV in the living room over the oh, phone no. Chromecast on repeat. Oh, like no. it would be the same thing over and over again. I'm like, girl, I need you <laughs> to like. Like stop. we know that Wiz Khalifa wrote the song of 2015 but you need to chill yeah. the fuck out and whenever we got into the car first thing on <laughs> oh and my like god she sing along, and like i stop oh no. i don't need to hear oh it again no. i really don't like well you. well you hear it at the end of the movie and you legit cry yeah. like if you do not cry you have no heart <laughs> like you have no they make it okay like, challenge oh, accepted they manipulate you they I manipulate you well like i movie. don't cry about anything <laughs> Ooh. Like, I'm not a crier, so... Not even even when Donald Trump wins. (laughs) (laughs) I will cry then while I'm packing my bags. (laughs) I gotta leave leave this country that I love. Yeah. Okay, that's... that's Yeah, and everyone's... And, like, I feel like for other people who say they're gonna move when Trump wins, it's like, no, you have work to do at home. But for me, like, as a Muslim person, it's like, no, I gotta leave. Like, I I gotta go. My safety. Like, my safety's in danger. I'm going to get shot. Like, I'm not. Okay, so before uh, I get deported and you get banned, can we watch the Fast and Furious movies? Yes, let's let's watch that. Let's watch that. Okay, we we will make this happen. But anyways, to to sum it up, Hollywood, Kubo flopped, Fast and Furious, international success. So get your shit together. We have proof. We have it. We have proof after one case study of (laughs) eight movies. Eight movies? Seven movies. Seven movies. Yeah, but there'll be like, Ten. Yeah, there's gonna be like twelve of these fucking yeah. movies. <laughs> the movies are just never gonna end. This is gonna be like the son of Vin Diesel. It's gonna be in the next festival. They're period. gonna have they're gonna have appearances by Paul Walker by way of hologram. True. Yeah. True. He's Tupac Tupac. hologram Tupac. style. It's Tupac and Paul Walker. Yes. They're just gonna be chilling in the background. Yes, Coachella style. <laughs> Coachella style. Which is great because it easily transitions us into a litmus topic. It's almost like we prepared for this. Oh man, (laughs) (laughs) we did it. We hadn't. We did not prepare. No, we we really (laughs) did not. (laughs) We apologize. It's our first episode. A little rough around the edges, but we're having fun. Definitely. Okay. So. We live in Austin, and Austin has a very famous music festival that happens every October Mm -hmm. called Austin City Limits, ACL Mm -hmm. for short. And uh, I'm going this weekend. I'm really excited. I go every year. I volunteer so that I don't have to pay three hundred dollars to go to a festival. Yeah, I ain't gonna pay. Genius. I ain't gonna pay that money. No, (laughs) I'm broke. You've never (laughs) gone. You should volunteer. I, I mean, should. it's too late I, now. But awesome. you should volunteer. You should. You Next should. year. Um, I'm one of those hipsters that can say I've been to, like, the first few. Whatever. What? ACLs. Edgar go away. Back in the yeah. day. Edgar Back is, in the day. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going, I'm going this weekend. And as much as I love going to music festivals, because mm-hmm. I really feel like they're your money's worth, especially when you're not paying money to go exactly. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so as much as I love music festivals, like, the one thing that always like irks me and rubs me the wrong way is when I see like people wearing Native head Native American headdresses right. and bindis and dashikis. Dashikis, oh my god, man. so many white people with dashikis. Um, white people dreads. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So like, 
there's a lot of that at music festivals. Mm-hmm. And I feel maybe this is just me and my like optimistic worldview. I feel like it's on the decline mm. because like flash tattoos were in one year and then everybody had flash tattoos and nobody was wearing headdresses. <laughs> I was like, All right, I'm okay with flash tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. What are flash tattoos? <laughs> flash tattoos are literally like they're temporary tattoos, but they're like glittery. Oh. That's mm-hmm. literally all they are. Yeah. Um, by my understanding, I don't know. I wasn't like, who pays money for those? I know. Like, <laughs> white girls, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, just, white like, girls. Man, Olivia with the Olivia. shade, just yeah. fucking just dragging lost. white girls. We, we just lost, lost all our audience yeah, right there. Our audience. <laughs> Anyways, I mean. I love white girls, except when they, like, do shit. Like, mm-hmm. wear bindis mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. try to do henna at a music festival. It's just like, nah, your henna looks bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I hope you didn't pay more than $5 to get that done, because it just looks bad, my girl. Right. It just looks really bad. <laughs> right. And, like, do you even know what the bindi is? Right. Are you a Hindu? No, you ain't. Are you, like, you don't even right. have to be Hindu, but you at least have to be South Asian. Right, right. And right. I'm not I'm not gonna buy that this redhead in the corner is like <laughs> mixed race South Asian. <laughs> no, you know, no, I mean like no. there are a lot of white so, passing South Asian girls, but I feel like a majority of mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. girls. So you are preparing yourself. I'm preparing for the myself for the onslaught. Yeah. Like Ooh. there are tons of people who are just like oh, I just wear it because it's pretty. Or, oh, I wear the dashikis because they're comfortable. It's yes! Like, they're not for you. That is like the number one thing I've always heard. Oh, it's comfortable. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it's comfortable. You know what else is comfortable? A t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. I which is what literally everyone else like, is wearing. I feel like a t-shirt and shorts might actually be more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but It would be more comfortable for me personally, right. which is the most right. important thing. Like, right. I need you to, like... Also, if you have dreads and you're white, please cut them off. They mm. look bad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> not a good look. Not a good not look. Not a good look. It's, it's matted hair. Mm. Like, I've heard stories of hairdressers when they're, like, doing, um, when they're doing people's hair, like, mm-hmm. white people's hair who have dreads, they've, like, there's been stories of, like, mold Oof. in them, in some of them. Oof. It's like, that's not good. You, like... Your if your hair doesn't have the texture, it doesn't naturally lock. Like mm-hmm. hair journeys and hair politics and all that stuff is like right. a completely different topic that I am <laughs> very unqualified to talk about. <laughs> like I'm yeah. Indian, I have Indian hair. Uh-huh. People uh-huh. would cut off my hair and pay for it mm-hmm. if I so chose to do that. <laughs> um, oh God, we get it. Damn, I have great you hair. Have you have amazing hair. Like. The entire point of this podcast was just to come back to how, how great my hair yeah, okay. is. Um, okay. But no, like, I don't know, like, music, fe- it's always just a weird thing. It's like, I love being there, but then when you see something like that, it just kind of ruins your whole mood. Which is why I'm, like, pro-flash tattoos. Like, that's not appropriation. Mm-hmm. You look cute. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't spend money on it, but you look cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. Just, you know, maybe stop with the headdresses. And it's not only white people who do this. Like No, I, not I, at all. Like, I saw, this was the weirdest thing, I saw, like, this dude, he wasn't white, I don't remember, but I remember distinctly being like, you're not white, you should know better. (laughs) But, like, it was this neon green, like, Native American headdress, Uh and I was like, what is on top of your head? (laughs) What is that? It's rough. No, it's rough. And it's hard at a music festival because everyone's like trying to have have this like, have fun and have this like communal moment. And they're like, why are you mad? Like, 
I'm just having yeah. fun. And it's like, no, it's not that. It's just, it's and a really, lot of them are well-meaning, but you're like, yeah, I, it's, I mean, like, it's just really hard to have an immersive experience. Uh-huh. When you see something that, like, not only irks you, but it's also something that if you wore it yourself, you would be shamed for. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's my main problem, especially with, like, Indian culture and how it gets appropriated. Like, when I did this stuff when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I was basically, like... I remember coming into um, class one day with henna on my hands. I had just come back from a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I I was, like, young. I was, like, 9 or 10. Uh-huh. And the teacher literally, like, what? got mad at me because she thought I had drawn in marker all over my hand. <laughs> and she yelled at me in front of the class mm-hmm. until I had to explain Texas. to her, like, no. And, like, no, it's henna. And, like, the fact that I, like, I grew up with the word mindy. Like, that's what we call it. So the fact that, like... At nine years old, not only did I know the English word for henna, but I knew yeah. to explain to my teacher, like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's not marker, yeah. it's henna. Like, the fact that I even knew right. how to do that at such a young right. age is, like... So that's why it kind of irks me. It's like, if right. I did this shit, everyone right. would just be like, oh, you know, like, she probably smells like curry. Like, that yeah. sort of thing. But, right. like, when a white girl... when. A white girl does it's like, oh, she's so cool she's and hip so and cool, grunge. Cute. Yeah. It's like, yeah. No. So <laughs> all right. So white people, we love you. This is not a white people hate podcast. Friends. We have a lot of white <laughs> friends. But if you're listening to this, please. If you're thinking of wearing a headdress or whatever, dashiki, whatever, at ACL this weekend. Please don't, because Olivia's going to be there, and we don't want to give her a bad day, okay? <laughs> so please, chill let the fuck me, out, and let me have do a good not time. bring it. Yeah. Yes, do not bring it. She's going to be watching Kendrick Lamar. She does not need fucking headdresses to fuck that shit up. So yeah. keep it at home. I think I'll be okay. Like, I'm going to Radiohead on oh, Friday, shit. so it's going to be like... I am so jealous. It's going to be a yeah, lot of white people, so but it's going to be a lot of white people who like t-shirt and shorts like normal mm-hmm. like what normal people would wear i don't know if anyone i feel like appropriating some white people right now and wearing some t-shirts and shorts <laughs> i wear the t-shirt and jeans right now yeah. mm-hmm. i'm appropriating i think we're all wearing gray t-shirts oh my god <laughs> blue jeans we did not plan this we did not we did not plan this, plan this but, but yeah we're happened. all wearing gray and but blue it jeans. happened amazing amazing <laughs> Okay, so I think that's a wrap. That's, that's our, a wrap. That is our first episode. Uh, like I said, a little rough around the edges, but we, we I had a lot of fun. Did you have fun? Yes, it was so fun. Stanley, did you have fun? This is, this is good. Than I <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, so uh, we will be back next week. We, we're going to do this weekly. We hope you liked it. Uh, we are on Twitter. Yes. We're yep. at MinorityPod. We could we couldn't get uh, we do have a SoundCloud. Have SoundCloud That's where you're too. listening to this. Yes, absolutely. But if you're not listening to this on SoundCloud, where are you? Yeah. I need to know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Tweet us. Tweet us <laughs> at Minority Pod. Uh, we couldn't get the Minority Report because maybe because there there's a really famous movie <laughs> yeah. called. Yeah. The I think someone already got it. Someone already got it. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So please let don't, it, <laughs> who, what what's what movie studio is that? Please don't sue us. No, please. <laughs> Do not sue us. We're poor. We're We're really poor. We're very poor. We're doing a podcast for free. We're we're very poor. We're real poor. (laughs) All right. We will uh, talk to you next week. Bye.